0: Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, four and one. Welcome in to episode number two hundred and three of the Talking the Line podcast. On this absolutely beautiful monday of bets hey it is a marvelous monday to be alive the rest is up to you hey happy also uh in case you didn't know you hadn't checked your calendar also known as martin luther king jr day we will always remember also known as january the 17th 2022 so you officially don't have to check your calendar today we have an absolutely loaded show coming at you A little bit of wildcard weekend wrap-up, a little bit of uh, college basketball, a little bit of NBA. Hell, we might even lace up the old hockey skates and get on the ice for a little while. Who's to say? Who am I? What do I know? Oh, that's right. I do know that before we get into that loaded show, I need you to take a few moments, too. Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL Pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. But if you are uh, watching on one of our social media platforms like Twitter or Facebook, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there too, as we uh, always do release a whole bunch of nonsense there. So make sure you hit those buttons so you don't miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you're listening to the show on one of your favorite podcast directories, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too, as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket you could be so kind you can find it in your heart to do so you got a couple extra seconds while you're watching today's show hey go ahead hit that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live maybe hit that share button too send it on over to your brothers sisters friends enemies neighbors people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you what you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL Pod, and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better. For each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree down air. Uh, within that link tree, you will find the Talkin' the Lion.com website, all of the TTL crew's social platforms, and all of our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 203 of the TTL Pod. Sometimes I read these doggone numbers. I say 203 shows. Where the hell has time gone? It certainly does fly uh, when you are having fun. There is no cliche about it. It goes like that, my friends. Now. A man who would attest to me uh, in that uh, same vein with what I just mentioned there, uh, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, The man that uh, sits next to me every single show here, uh, every single episode of the Wise Words Pod every Wednesday, and every single episode of the Cup of Joe on Campus Pod, if you missed it, every single Saturday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him around these parts as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend. And we cannot ever forget around this time of the year, the gloating number one seed TTL resident cheesehead Green Bay Packer faithful himself, but also at the same time might be getting just a little bit sweaty with the declaration of who his Green Bay Packers will be playing in the second round of the 2022 playoffs. Mr. Riley, Armax,
1: Magnuson, Farner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic. I've got uh, no sweat over here whatsoever. I am feeling fantastic. Uh, Beautiful weekend of football. Got some more coming tonight our way, my friend. Beautiful weekend of college football, or excuse me, college basketball, not college football, college basketball, UFC on your end Uh, Mm. as far as entertainment Mm. goes, my man. So a hell of a weekend. How are you doing so far on your Monday this morning? Come on you
0: know how i'm doing i'm doing absolutely spectacular uh you don't have to lie to me or the audience just lie to the mirror my friend Mm. it's all good uh if any single period point blank team uh that i know you must have invested in some new deodorant that's interesting (laughs) but uh either way if uh any any doggone team makes you nervous in the out of the entire 32 don't give me that squinted eye look you've said it on this doggone show yourself any team out of the 32 in the entire nfl makes you nervous playing your green bay packers it's the san francisco 49ers and you can't lie to me that's why you're getting a shitty grin (laughs) on your face now either way can't wait to see what happens with that uh it is the present we'll see what happens uh wild weekend of uh nfl we got nothing to uh recap we uh we didn't give out any best bets or anything on friday saturday if you stuck around uh college college basketball if you stuck around we'll talk about that in a minute but uh nfl wise Goodness gracious! We had a uh, weekend and a half. Uh, Bengals and Raiders. Bengals end up moving on. Did you make a play at all in that one, partner?
1: Not any on the spread, at least. Uh, I stuck with our props on that one. Had the mm-hmm. uh, both passing or both passing yards under. Burrow took care of his somehow. Yep. Uh, Carr got it going late at the end. It took uh, you know went over his. Um, so that was all I had for that one. That one. Uh, that one was one of our lower lower confidence games. I would say though.
0: Most definitely, I. Uh I decided not to play it aside or anything on the total. Right before game time actually I almost hammered in um uh, the Bengals minus six, but yeah. or minus five and a half, wherever it ended up settling. But I just uh, I didn't end up doing it, and I just I sat know. there, and I watched it be an easy cash, and I felt like I should have. But either way, nonsense in that game with the ghost whistle. Should it have been a whistle? Should it not have been yeah. a whistle? Either Interesting way, debate. I don't know. Either way, Jerome Boger's crew is not working the uh, playoffs anymore, and uh, we don't have to uh, talk about that because the Bengals are moving on. And either way, it's tough titties for the old uh, Las Vegas Raiders.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's our favorite uh, referee to imitate, but uh, as far as uh, that crew is concerned, I would say good Reddits for the rest of January and February here, huh? Most definitely.
0: They are gone. I heard it per ESPN that uh, they are officially out for the rest of the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah, they will not have a damn game whatsoever. Uh, Then uh, congratulations to you on uh, your Buffalo Bills pick, minus 4.5. Very well. I didn't end up making a play uh, on the Pats. Was radging you on Friday's show. Woke up Saturday morning. And I was like, yeah, it's a side I want to play. Let me see some shit happen. And I didn't like what I saw all day long. And I said, damn, Max is right. The Bills about to do this by double digits, aren't they? I just I didn't have the owns to put it in after everything I was talking on Friday. So I just said, I'm going to stay back and I'm going to watch this one. And I said, one drive, one touchdown. Two drive, two touchdowns. Yeah. Three drive, three touchdowns. Seven drive, seven touchdown. What the hell is going on? Wow, I'm glad I didn't invest in this one. Uh, glad I don't have to super uh, t- drag my foot out of my mouth. Maybe some of the things on Friday, I do apologize, Mags. Didn't actually end up putting any money on it, so we didn't actually end up opposing for sure. Friday went to the Dukes. My apologies, my friends. Hey, it's all right. You, you, you absolutely destroyed it with the Bills <laughs> minus four and a half.
1: Hey, that was uh, that was the best game of the weekend for me because I hit those Josh Allen rushing props as well. Even the alternates, my man. What uh, the first all I missed, fucking
0: quarter for crying? All out I about. missed
1: was uh, I just needed the touchdown. I had a clean sleep, clean sweep on that one. Goodness gracious, can't uh, can't speak this morning. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that one. As soon as you, uh, what was it, uh, seven nothing, and they had that end zone interception. I think as soon as yep. that one, as soon as they got that, you knew it was. You knew it was going to be a long day. I mean, man, I Doesn't talked about on our show the the concerns of Josh Allen and Nicole, and not a single person mentioned uh, any type of Mac Jones might not be great in the cold playing down there in the sec for a couple of years my man i don't know i uh, i'd be a little concerned about him in cold weather games going forward there's actually been a lot of people first one around no there's
0: been there's been people you're not the you're not the writer of that narrative there's been a lot of people actually talking about that as far as and he said that himself as far as yeah at alabama i didn't experience any cold games this is new to me i don't like this and this is just like what the hell so I, that's what kind of got me into it. I started, cause you know, I I roll tide. I love my boys. So I kind of look, started looking into Mac and I was just like, holy shit, this might not be good at all. So, hey, props to you, my dude. Uh, And also that fucking pick by Micah Hyde. What kind of fucking sorcery, just opposite field, weak side safety covers 30 fucking yards and just breadbasket. Like that was insane. That was absolutely insane. And, And at the same time, Mac Jones dropped that in a bucket. Now, probably shouldn't oh, yeah. have been to Nelson Aguilar, but, hey, either way, right. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so that's Saturday games, Sunday games. Uh, we kicked it off with the Squeagles and the Bucks. You called me. We called each other Sunday morning. I said, fuck, dude. I hammered him uh, in the Eagles plus 7.5. He said, yeah, I know. I saw the balcony bets. Yeah, yeah. He said, dude. I woke up, I think I'm on your side. I said, no, Mags, Mags, no. He said, what the fuck? What, what, am I the mush? I said, no, you're not the mush. This is every time we fucking think the same on NFL this season. We get killed. And look what the fuck happened. Uh, He bought in (sighs) when it was a flat seven. I bought in at seven and a half. It didn't matter either way. Buy in at eight and a half, nine and a half. CLV trophy here, my friends. Right. And, and I'm Adelphi pissed Eagles. off because
1: I, I fucking nailed the, the under 17 and a half team total. And I was like, oh, I'll, I, you know what? I'm getting concerned here. I'm going to limit my risk on this one. Took the plus seven. Uh, I think I ended up going just barely positive on that one because I took a live under on that one as far as because, you know, I Tristan Wirfs going out in that game. You could kind of yep. see the Bucks offense gonna, that were, they were going to start slowing down. And I guess they did a little bit. But, yeah, that one was uh, that was a rough watch if you didn't <laughs> have any action on that one.
0: T's and P's to our guys at Newbie Talks, Dan Alexander, Newbert, uh, and our other guy at Mark Drumheller. Two legends in the game uh, that are uh, in need of some prayers and some hugs, some thoughts, some kisses if you see them around. Definitely send them their way for sure.
1: Hey, the LCC, the entire CC podcast oh, cash consideration oh, crew yeah, they're 0 yeah. for
0: three. They got wiped the fuck out. They got wiped out. Old uh old Consig got his stillers wiped out last night. We'll get we'll get to there. But yeah, then yeah, yeah. uh obviously old CH got his pats, pats wiped clean the fuck out by forty free, 30, 40 points or whatever with thirty points. Either way, uh the next one. I had been calling it all mm. year long, all year long, my friends. I just didn't think it was gonna be in the wild card round. The sky has officially fallen in the star. Hey, yeah. hey, I, waking up this morning and turning on Get Up, partner, and sitting here capping, watching some fucking TV, <laughs> dude, I, I, I would have thought that the Dallas Cowboys – the entire the organization just orchestrated a plot to kill another organization's yeah. firstborn child. Like it is, yeah. the sky has done fell. I mean, yeah. it is done. The star is over with. You might not see Big Mike in there. Kellen Moore getting multiple head coaching offers. Old Dan Quinn getting multiple head coaching offers. I mean. It, it, it blow it up, it's over, it's over with uh, Zeke, Zeke Elliott on, on the, the podium after the game, crying his eyes out, he knows he might be like. Uh, oh yeah, he knows he might I be gone it's, 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 it's bad it's
1: fucking bad it's bad i tried to warn people i tried to warn people about mike mccarthy i i I, hey hey i said it too i said i I said hey this past weekend i I was buying into the cowboys i just uh, meant as far as the whole season you know i said hey
0: your boy m squared i think this is when he starts shitting the bed and sure enough i guess i forgot about it i I couldn't (laughs) buy into it with um with what i saw i mean the 49ers was such a public side and they Mm -hmm. still took care of business easily took care of business i mean Okay, yeah, we had some. The back door was pretty damn wide open for the last two and a half minutes of the game. And if you missed the last two and a half minutes of that game, you are an absolute madman. And yeah. holy shit, the ref having to spot the ball is for sure the rule. But, like, oh my gosh, how are you that clumsy in the most important moment of that fuck four game? Like, Four seconds turned into about ten seconds because of old fucking <laughs>
1: screw screw legs McGee over there. Just
0: oh, dude, let me get to the fucking.
1: <laughs> You're uh, not wrong, but that they, there was no reason they no. should have put themselves in that position no, either. No, but the worst no, part, no. dude. The worst part. I just watched it again this morning and couldn't believe my eyes that they did it again. And uh, again, it was kind of t- the types of warnings that I was talking about with Mike McCarthy. They do the they do the fake punt and they get it. Fantastic fake punt opportunity. And then they they do this weird like and Tony no Rome was like oh I've seen this boys they're just trying to get him to waste a timeout and the Niners are like well we we've got our defense out here and you've got your punt team no why awareness. would we why would we do that and then they flip and then now they and another case where they couldn't get the ball spotted and they get a they get a delay game and then on the same drive where they they go okay. for a, a fake they they settle for a field goal it was just oh was the ugly. type of things and again I I. I somehow forgot about it coming into this weekend, but the type of things that for the last year I've been warning people about with Mike <laughs> McCarthy and the Cowboys. So
0: They came to fruition, my friend. I said it on Friday. I said the time clock issues have yet to reach the pinnacle of their ugly head, and I think they're about to rear themselves on Sunday, and hot damn did they ever. Sunday night game, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Last time I get to say that, Don Air over Air, them old boys. Big Ben's last time in the old black and gold, black and yellow. Uh, either way, man, great showing there for the first quarter. I thought it was going to be interesting. Hey, great, great. Fo- Hold T-Z on, man. He's T- not T-Z-P's, Great, but props great, to Big great ben. career, great career for Big Ben. Either way, family man, legendary, successful, Hall of Famer, e- everything you can say about the guy. I mean, forever and ever and ever. Uh, all that being said. um – Wow, they had it for the first quarter, and then that was about it. I uh, did a little sprinkle on Pittsburgh defense special teams, plus seven fifty. Uh Not too shabby there. It was a little $5 sprinkle, so 35 bucks. Yeehaw, woo nothing major. <laughs> By the way, Still. a little bankroll builder. Fuck. Uh, but I was like, damn, if uh, they're going to get it done, because I had the 12.5 too, so it kind of fucking <laughs> evened <laughs> me out with my full unit. Uh, but either way, um, yeah, I thought they were going to cover it. They look good. TJ uh, uh, T. Watt getting that uh, – that, strip fumble whatever you want to call it and then from then on out that just kind of woke up kansas city it was ugly see you later alligator they absolutely destroyed them my friends 42 21
1: and we've been kind of seeing those slow starts from them in the postseason the last two three years and obviously now we got the the game of the game of the year to this point against buffalo this weekend if they do that again they're gonna be in some trouble man Line opened at two and a half in favor of the Chiefs at
0: home. Give me the Bills plus two and a half. I'm in the fucking boat with you, partner. Love Let's it. fucking do it. Love Let's it. ride it to the damn pay Love window. It. Um also the Bengals. I mean, I cashed that that uh, AFC North Ticket, man, and I've been riding high on them boys ever since. They're only three point dogs in Tennessee. And you if you've watched this show and you know, partner, since fucking August, when we did the season previews, I was talking about how the Titans are not going to be good as home favorites and they're laying the wood in the playoffs. I don't know how. I don't know why. I feel like Zach Taylor and the boys are advancing to the, fucking, I to the conference round. I I, I, you, I, I I'm,
1: I, I'm out of my I, mind. I, I don't want to shed too much disrespect, but I'm hearing a lot of people talking about value on the Titans to get to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. Oh. I think that's blasphemous. I think this is the yeah, exact same team too. we've seen the last two seasons. Where they, maybe they can get—I'm not saying they—they they can get this win. Of course, they can get sure, this win. Sure, but they get to this level so. and they take a shit, and then it's over. And then they're, but they're playing the Bills or the Chiefs after this. And yeah. if you're going to talk me in saying that they're going to—they're going to show up and beat either of those teams, even if it's at home, forget about it. Forget so, the
0: Bengals beat the Titans, and the Bengals now have already knocked off the Chiefs, and then they're looking at the Bills and say, Hey, we've knocked everybody off. We might as well oh, fuck you wait, up, dude. too. Oh, I can't wait. Holy can't wait. cow. Sign me up for all that. I love the playoffs. We'll talk about it all week long. Yep. Uh, also, into <laughs> Friday. We'll probably have another Friday special for it, too, yep. um, just to cover everything. Uh, Mags will be coming out of his fucking shoes. Green Bay Packers, already. San Francisco 49ers. Four and a half points. He already knows who's going to be winning, though. He's wearing the uh, correct colors of the team that's going to win that game um hey, either no. way hey, hey fuck it's okay. bradley dude either we way. got the, <laughs> our boys got the win last night dude. please <laughs> fuck bradley too though on the real you can't see isu though you don't know that's an no. isu shirt that just looks like a navy san francisco yeah, 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 49ers
1: yeah. sure. it's our victory monday i didn't have my packers so i gotta take a different uh um, hey, there you monday go hey us. hashtag roll birds roll birds i digress
0: uh we'll talk about that too and then we uh what's the game i'm leaving out oh uh the buccaneers whoever wins uh the cardinals and the rams matchup yeah. tonight and we'll see what See what happens there, but boy, oh boy, uh, great weekend of NFL, great weekend of college basketball. If you tuned in to uh, Cup of Joe on campus this weekend with your boy and the other boy, uh, I went 5-2-2 two, and two on college basketball, so I do declare that I am back in action. Partner, how'd you do
1: across the board? Uh, you know, right around break even. I don't know my mm-hmm. exact numbers because I had a lot of other action on top of it as well. Had a nice, had a rough spot there in like the middle of the afternoon. Was positive early, positive late, and then yep. I, I think it kind of all evened out for a even day. That Texas won. Uh, Texas and our Tennessee picks were really what uh, held me back there. I think those were probably your only two losses. I would say over there. But uh, I didn't Texas losing to Iowa State, and then uh, you had the under. I think in the Tennessee.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't play Texas. Uh, I didn't okay. end up play- Yeah, I didn't end up playing them. That Okay, wasn't one okay, of mine okay. i stayed away from them because uh, remember i was like why the fuck you got to do this to me mags why do you why okay you gotta, okay and then i, I, thought I thought didn't you were, end up okay. yeah i didn't end up playing it i took the under in that tennessee and uk game in uk i don't think they missed a fucking shot i mean they no. put up 107 no. themselves and then chattanooga was the only other one i missed i got them at three and a half i got hooked they won 71 to 69 so i got okay. uh, well i got point hooked either way still what the hell <laughs> Uh, really fucking blows.
1: <laughs> I, I, I I will talk about him here in a in a little bit but my uh my Delta Devils took them on the money line and they lost but covered the plus 4. <laughs> oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> Nothing to do with uh, hey. anything I've got going on today. We'll be talking about them Either too. Way.
0: Either way, uh there's that and then so yeah, I'm I feel like I'm 150% back. I actually connected with of uh, a couple of who I would consider college basketball sharps and then uh, stumbled across a couple of guys on Twitter. A, it was a clusterfuck last yeah. week like everybody was getting dragged through the mud the public whoever that public was that was making those bets were just raking last week and if you yeah. read my uh college basketball afternoon uh, board report shout out that'll be uh back in action here today once again i didn't do it over the weekend but it'll be back in action the public absolutely raked and i think it was just last week kind of just uh case of one of those weeks in the in the college basketball season that's absolute nonsense so i think we're back in action i think we're good to go I got a fucking itchy nose right now, so let me uh, it's that bad boy. All right, back in action here. Um, but I, I think we're back in action. I think we're good to go now. And I, I passed up a lot of fucking plays that I could have got into today. And, and I think I got some serious damn action. I, hey, you know what? You know what? You know what, Max? The plays I'm giving out today, they charge a hundred dollars a pick on some of these fucking sites out there. You understand what I'm saying here? Now, I let, think- let let me, let me explain this to you. I got the Conference USA Crusher. All right. right. I got the, what the hell else do I got here? Uh, also on top of that, oh, I got the Ivy League yeah. Incinerator. Okay. Uh-huh. I yeah. also have the Mid, uh, the Mountain West Murderer. That's right. The Mountain <laughs> West <laughs> okay, Book okay. Murderer. And then we're going for the Wild Card Wrap Up Warrior. Okay, sure, so sure. these four plays, I don't know about yours, my man. I know there are, yours are all some swaction. This is Monday uh-huh. swaction for you. But my plays, these will go for about $400 on some of these oh, sites you see out there. Sure. And I'm giving them out for 0. 0.000. You understand what I'm saying? So we're I about so, to yeah. absolutely fucking destroy these books here today is what I'm trying to get across to you. And I'm doing it for absolutely free. Now, that's the vibes I'm putting down. Okay. What kind of vibes you put down on
1: your side of the uh, screen over there? I wish I could come with you, uh, come at you with like three different ones, but I've got the wild card whale Come Oh, on. oh easy, hello! Easy free pickings hello. there. The old Love wild it. card whale uh, on tonight's yep. uh, football game, uh-huh. and then the the swaction, the yeah. sweet sweet swaction, baby. Yeah, that's all the, I got. Uh, four sw- <laughs> I got the... All four swaction plays. Sweet, uh, sweet, sweet
0: swaction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that a lot. The sweet swaction. you know if this guy if this guy Swishing, can do anything, the sweet
1: swish and swaction. Uh-huh. Hey, there you go. That's uh-huh. a mouthful and a half. Either uh-huh.
0: way, if you know this guy does anything, he knows how to cap swack plays. I don't know what he's taking yet. I'm listening. I'm ready to get it locked <laughs> in. I'm ready to go. Hey, Big Ten, Big Twelve, swag. 100 percent, hundred fifty percent. And then Not outside, today, but outside, you know outside saying, of that, my, it's my kind top of, three. Yeah, and then outside of that, it's kind of like, you know, that game uh, 52-card pickup. You just kind of throw the cards all the way the fuck out there, and you just start sticking them up and sticking them in order. (laughs) Either way, outside of that, 24 minutes after the top of the hour, you can tell it's going to be a windy episode. Either way, we always tell you to take the over. Who gives a damn? Uh, We got plenty to talk about. Mags has five picks to dish out. I got four, so without any further hesitation or delay, and because we're just a little stitious and not superstitious, one final thing, please lift your mugs up high in the air to me, to you over there fine sir, and to all you beautiful people tuning in whatever time you are and sipping the Black Elixir with the guys. Take your sip, be right back. Oh. Oh, goodness gracious. I got some ice cold. Ooh, engage. <laughs> Are Mag's best bets of the day. Should have brought the pot with him. He's already licking the bottom of the cup. It's time to rock and roll. Get ready to get these bad boys locked in without further ado. Partner, let it rip. Let him have it. And as always, you have the floor.
1: All right, my friend, I appreciate it. I, as I mentioned, am going all Swaction today, so uh, I'll save my uh, wild card pick for the fifth one here. Uh, but I've got all four Swaction games on tap, my friend. First one up, Texas Southern at Jackson State. you got the Texas Southern Tigers and Jackson State Tigers. Tigers on Tigers. Go Tigers. Go um, Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tiger, go Tiger. Go uh, Looking for a bounce back is the Texas Southern Tigers in this one, partner. Number one team in the SWAC. I've talked about them a couple times before. Cash a couple tickets for us. Uh, they are the number one team in this conference, and they are looking for a bounce back. 185 uh, ranking on Ken Palm overall, 229 AOE, and actually a really competent defensive team, 146. I know in the grand scheme of the country, that doesn't sound fantastic, but for a swag team, that is actually very, very good. 146 ADE. Jackson State, on the other hand, 275 overall ranking on Ken Palm. And a really bad offense AOE adjusted offensive efficiency of 334 this team does not get it done on the offensive end again another defense that actually uh, is on the similar level as Texas Southern 116 ADE but that offense is going to be the factor here it's been a historic trend as far as the, when these teams match up these teams are very similar to how they've uh, you know came out in these games the last few years and that offense lack of offense on Jackson State side of things has been the reason that they lose these games gonna be an capable of keeping up with that Texas Southern offense in this one tonight, partner. Texas Southern 6-0, ATS last six following an ATS loss. Mentioned they're coming out off of a bounce back of a straight up loss, four and one last five after a straight up loss against the number five and one last six on Monday, partner ATS, and thirteen and four last seventeen on the road. Jackson State, on the other hand, one and four last five as a dog. So, in these spots against the uh, couple teams ahead of them in the in the SWAC typically, which is Texas Southern, one of them, uh, have not been good as a dog, one and four last five, one and four last five on Monday, partner. So, I've got those Monday trends rocking and rolling on my side of things, uh, working at my Favor. Texas Southern, final thing for me, has won all six of the last six meetings between these two teams. Uh, and it has been in very similar fashion, is kind of what I'm saying as far as their offense. Uh, take Dominating this game, they've won a lot of these games by double digits. And uh, a couple, two of the last three games uh, as a pick them uh, against this team here on the road and a minus two and a half favorite on the road last year. So, very, very similar situation uh, as uh, last few years. So, give me the Texas Southern Tigers to take care of the Jackson State Tigers. Give me the sub- Texas Southern Tigers minus one, partner.
0: Well, if you know me, I love my Monday trend. So you're sp- sp- in my language, pal. Yeah. And if you know him over there, he is all about the swag. So you're speaking his language. He's speaking his own damn language over there. I'm already on this one. Uh, Going to listen up for uh, the rest of them. So uh, this one's locked in for me. Texas Southern Tigers minus one. R-Max, first best bet
1: of the day, partner. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Second, best bet
0: coming from you, sir.
1: Alrighty, my friend. So this is not why I made it, but it is looking like the team that I am fading in this spot is a big, fat public dog partner. Uh, 79% of bets. Okay, so it's Prairie View. Prairie View A&M at uh, Alcorn State Braves. I guess I should uh, say the matchup first. Prairie View A&M Panthers at Alcorn State Braves. And Prairie View, not, again, not why I even made the play, but I'm loving it even more as I'm seeing this. 79% of bets on Prairie View, despite 93% of money on the old Alcorn State Braves, 45 I don't think it's enough points here, partner, for this Mm. really, really bad Prairie View team. They typically just don't know how to set some of these spreads because... If I'm being totally honest, a lot of these teams are really, really bad. I will not sugarcoat it, um, but, but there is just a certain other level of bad that the bottom part of the SWAC gets to. Uh, and they kind of reflect <laughs> it as far as some of these Ken Palm rankings. And they uh, just, you know, the small differences there. Uh, but when you really boil it down on paper and uh, from the eye test, it is not that close. Uh, and I do not think this is enough points here for Prairie View. So give me the Alcorn State minus four and a half. Uh, four and seven ATS on the road is the Prairie View Panthers. Only the second home game partner for Alcorn State. A lot of these teams play almost 100% of their games non-conference on the road. So only the second home game here for Alcorn State. But they handled and covered. This is that uh, team that Texas Southern just lost to the other day. Alcorn State took care of the number one team in the SWAC on Saturday uh, in their first home game. And I think they protect it well again here tonight against a much worse Prairie View team. Uh, Prairie View really, really bad on offense and even worse on defense partner. 324 ADE. Uh, And they have actually top 20 in tempo partner, fast tempo, but it leads to some just brash sloppiness 354th in the country turnovers per possession uh they turn the rock over like nobody's business and Alcorn State 204th in the country enforcing those turnovers I know it doesn't sound like a lot but again in these SWAC games as far as those rankings go that is actually really really solid for the SWAC 204 on defense on defense compared to 354 (laughs) bottom five in the country out of 358 is per view and sloppiness uh and I think that's what we see here tonight Alcorn 4-0 last four as a favorite against the number 12, and one ats last 16 following an ats win uh so they are a really solid covering team typically underrated undervalued and i think that's what we got here again tonight four and one last five on monday partner five and two last seven following a straight up win these wins do not come by often for these swag teams and when they do and you see a team that's five and two or anything along those lines after getting that straight up win and they Cover the next game. I like that action. Prairie View two and five last seven as a dog. And the favorite between these two teams, the last five meetings is three, one and one against the number, and the home team is six oh and one in the last seven. Give me the Braves minus four and a half at home, partner for number two bet of the day.
0: I like that a lot. Uh I definitely like that a lot. Prairie View and M is uh Extremely overvalued in that spot. No question about it whatsoever. I think they, uh, the books they being Setting at that at 4.5 just to put that at uh, kind of a key number there to get some people to buy into it. And clearly, the entire public is on them. Don't do it. Be on the sharp side with me and Mags. I uh, I like it. Alcorn State Braves, minus minus four and a half, second Second best bet for Mags. Partner, keep it moving. What's your third best
1: bet of the day? All right, number three. I will not sugarcoat this one again. These two teams Uh-oh. are really, really bad people. If you do not want any part of this matchup, I will totally understand because... When I say these teams are bad, I mean these teams are really, really bad. Probably uh, second-to-last and third-to-last worst teams in this conference, partner. If you know, you know who that last team is. I'll be talking about them in a second. But I'm taking (laughs) Bethune-Cookman. Minus oh, the one and a half on the road at the Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Eagles, Bethune Cookman Wildcats, that is. Uh, but confirmed, partner, partner, confirmed BCU is the better team in this matchup. A uh, big rebounding advantage for the old Wildcats of Bethune Cookman. ARPB, Arkansas Pine Bluff. Dead last in the entire country at defensive rebounds per game partner Uh, Again, BCU not uh, off the charts by any means, but certainly top 300 at the very least again an actual massive edge in these SWAT games My friends Uh, Second to last in ADE is Arkansas Pine Bluff. They are a brutal defensive team Uh, And again, Bethune Cookman just a little bit better So I understand if you don't want any part of this gross matchup This is we talked about it on Saturday a few different matchup partners. I can tell you with absolute certainty that this is the worst matchup on the entire board today uh, as far as entertainment goes but I feel very confident that the old Wildcats take care of business Uh, they're a much better team than all ARPB. they are among the worst in the country but to uh, close it out with some trends BC four and one last five following a straight up wins again these wins do not come by often for some of these swag teams but when they do when the team uh, can stay on top of that momentum they like to ride it out and that's what BC does seven two and one last ten on Monday partner I told you I was coming in hot with the Monday trends, ARPB three and seven last ten on Monday. Uh, so not only do I have my teams covering on Monday, I got the teams I'm fading being terrible on Mondays. Uh, those were again, again, if you follow us closely or you don't, those are nice, just little. Sprinkle on tops. So that's not the reason why we actually make these plays. It is a nice little sprinkle on top though Especially on Monday partner, uh, but final one for me on this one two six and one last nine is ARPB following a straight-up loss so they when the loot losses come the losses keep rolling in and the uh, Performances are not uh, any type of bounce back spots for this team for the Golden Eagles So give me the Bethune Cookman Wildcats minus one and a half on the road tonight partner
0: Nope, I'm good on this one. You ain't you ain't fucking getting me into the boat with the fucking Cookman Wildcats. We've done tried to back them plenty of times on this show, and they kicked us square in the teeth. I'm out. You have fun with that one. If you guys are backing it, go right on ahead if he convinced you, but uh, they've kicked me in the teeth too many times. I'm out. Partner, what's your fourth best
1: bet of the day? All right, fourth best bet. Sticking in the swag. Stick with me, folks. <laughs> Stick with me. Partner, partner, partner. PSA. So we've got in this matchup Florida Atlantic. Or excuse me, not Florida Atlantic. You've got Florida yeah, Atlantic. Yeah, you like Florida you like, AM, we're, 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 the Florida like AM Rattlers at the Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils. And partner, mm. I am fading the Delta Devils today. I will say these are my uh, one of my favorite worst teams you in the country. But partner, I say one of oh, fuck. Because they are no longer the dead last worst team per Kenpom. I, and, I, of course, I am fading this team, but I feel like it bears mentioning because that had to be one of the longest streaks on the old Kenpom website that a team held the dead last spot. They are no longer dead last. They are 3.57 now. So the second to worst team in the country still. Uh, and I believe it is Delaware State that has overtook them for 3.58. So just a round of applause for the old Delta Devils for getting themselves out of the basement of Kenpom, please. terrific. Um, terrific. But they might find themselves back in there after this one, partner. FAMU, Florida a- AM, I have got minus seven in this one. Uh, again, just a much better team. Still an ugly team altogether, I will admit, but they are just so far and away better than this uh, Delta Devils team. Florida AM, 226 on the defensive end, ADE. So a much better defensive team. Another team that can play well defensively. Mississippi Valley State, 355 AOE, 356 ADE, among the worst. On both ends of the floor it is not a little bit better on one side a little bit uh, terrible on the other side it is just terrible across the board 355 defensive rebounding another miserable rebounding team and we've got an edge here with Florida Atlantic uh, the line movement it is important for me on this one partner uh, or the lack thereof or just even a little bit in the favor of Florida A&M I've been watching these closely with Mississippi Valley State anytime it comes back so if this were to this one opened at six and a half it's up to seven I saw it in seven and a half a little bit earlier if this had come down to six, five and a half, five, I would think Mississippi Valley State would be the team that's covering. Their line movement has actually been pretty true uh, to what's going to be happening in the game. I've been following them closely. If the line moves in their favor, they typically cover those games. If it doesn't move at all or moves in the opposite way, they typically fail to cover. Um, so I think that's what we see here tonight. FAMU, five and two, last seven on the road. ATS, nine and four, last 13 on Monday, partner. And Mississippi Valley State, three, eight, three and eight. Uh, Last 11 themselves on Monday, so I told you I was bringing the Monday trends. I told you I was bringing the swaction I don't care how gross it sounds because it is gross It isn't very fun to watch but the tickets cash all The same and I think I've got four coming to the window tonight partner Final bet for me as far as the college basketball hardwood closing it out Florida A&M Rattlers minus seven
0: For sure you uh (laughs) you keep that broom in your hand man i i'm out on this one too i i like i like everything you said um no i get get everything you're putting together i'm number one i'm not back on the i'm fading the mississippi valley state Delta devil's train with you once again just because all of a sudden holy fuck they covered this past weekend now why this all they are a big bigger dog and climbing now there's no way they're covering once again Everything's too perfect. It's too damn perfect, and this is the swack. I don't like it. I'll buy into Texas Southern <laughs> minus the one, Alcorn State minus the four and a half. Miss me on number three and four. That's oh, okay. Hey, 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 I understand. You're a swack man. If you guys like Bethune Cookman minus the one, FAMU minus the seven, go right on ahead. Play it along with him. But I ain't in the final two. However, speaking of final, he's got one more pick coming at you. The wild card whale, if you will. The wild card oh, spread whale. Oil. Whale. I have the oh, wild oil. card total whale. So without further ado, partner, what is the TTL Cruz wild card spread whale play? And your
1: final best bet of the day. Yeah, the whale coming down tonight to the window is the, uh, on my side of things, I'm taking the spread on the Monday Night Football game, Cardinals and Rams. I am going to the favorite Rams, minus three and a half. Did you
0: get it at still three and a half or
1: four and a half? I caught it at three and a half. I caught it at uh it is I'm seeing it at three and a half still right now. I caught I was, it at three and a half. What's when that? did
0: you when did you lock it in? Uh what was that Thursday, I believe? Damn, I thought it was up to four and a half at that point. It had been up to four and a half at like Wednesday or Thursday. Damn. You got to look. Yeah, I think it was. Spot. It
1: jumped up and then dropped down a little bit, but I yeah. cut it three and a half. Wow. Uh, still sitting at three and a half. I do like it right there. I do believe that. Uh, I know you'll have a little bit of contradiction here, uh, I'll just a little bit, partner, uh, and that's okay for both of us. I think because I do think we're both on the right side in this one. But I do think this Cardinals defense has been a little flawed the last few weeks of the season. This team has lost four of the last five games, allowing 30 points to not only these Rams but also the Lions and Seahawks, two teams that. We're not good at all offensively, and I don't care how the Seahawks closed out their season. That was a bad offense all season long. Uh, Cardinals defense 26th in rushing yards per attempt uh, uh, against the uh, through the air. Cards defense yards per completion. They were 11th on the season, uh, but over the last three weeks, 31st. So their pass defense has fallen apart the last three weeks against those three teams that I just mentioned. Uh, And the Rams offense, third in the league in yards per completion. So I think they're going to be able to move the ball. I think this Cardinals offense is going to struggle i think this cardinals defense is going to struggle and i think the rams win this pretty handily here i do not see the cardinals putting up much of a fight if i'm being totally honest i do not think this uh this is enough points for the cardinals i think the rams get it done by at least a touchdown i'm not saying they go out and put 30 on the cardinals here partner But I do see kind of a 24-14, 24-17, 27-14 type game in this one. A few trends that I really like in this spot. Rams 11-4-1 last 15 following a straight up loss. Cardinals three and eight ATS last 11 versus teams with winning records They absolutely owned the teams that they were supposed to this year But struggled quite a bit against a lot of the really solid teams that came across their plate Uh, This Rams team being one most recently two and eight ATS last ten on Monday partner They are not a good Monday team under Cliff Kingsbury Uh, And against this Rams they are not good against Sean McVay 110 and one last 12 versus the Rams that one did come this year uh, but the Rams got their lick back pretty handily, and I think they do it again here tonight. I do not see the Cardinals having much success on either side of the ball, partner. Give me the Rams minus three and a half.
0: Still out. You don't have me convinced. I'm still That's out. Mad. I uh, I think you're on the right side, but uh, a lot of sharp people I respect are on the Cardinals and a lot of the public guys that I don't, and I'm not saying you're one of them, <laughs> are on the Rams. Fair enough, Minus dude. the three and a half, but we'll see. Hey, we'll see what happens. I uh, I think this is still valuable. I have no idea. I don't really have any interest in the uh, in the spread in general, so this is, hey, Fair it's your play. This is your side. There you go. L.A. Rams minus three and a half per mags is making it straight to the pay window. All right max 12345 best bets of the day partner anything else you need to lay out or deliver in regards to those picks
1: no sir that's about all i got thank you for listening to my uh, awful swack team opinions uh or you know i think they're good opinions but on bad teams so thank you for uh thank you for indulging me on that for a few minutes there
0: uh, good opinions shit teams 150% (laughs) dude I I can get in the boat on that Uh, don't like to uh, play the swag too much but if there's a little bit of value I will definitely get in the boat so there you go there you have it all right let's keep this proverbial podcast train steaming down the tracks we got second segment of the day my best bets of the day okay my friends without further ado we're kicking it right off. No hesitation. No delay. We're going to Conference USA. Hey, I'm a potent. I didn't even know it. The matchup between okay. the Charlotte 49ers and the Florida Atlantic Owls. And my friends, I caught the Florida Atlantic Owls minus four and a half uh, without juice. Minus 104. Looks like it settled at minus four across the market. And I am absolutely fine with that. Uh, it opened up in favor of FAU at minus three and a half. Added it to my bet slip this morning as I was capping a couple other games. It jumped up to four and a half, never went back down, lost a little bit more juice. So I said, ah, they're not going to let that go all the way back down to three and a half. I'm going to lock it in. There is only a couple of key reasons as to why that line would even need to do that. And it's because it is a setup and a half for the Charlotte 49ers. Three and a half wasn't good enough. And I uh, and and the sharps knew that. I personally think, and the sharps do too, that Florida Atlantic absolutely rolls here today. The only reason why they tick this up to four and a half as well is, or I guess another reason, not the only reason, but another reason, is because the the books weren't getting enough monetary value back on Charlotte at plus three and a half. So now they're hoping to get a little bit back at four and a half or four. And it's simply just not happening. So they're just settling it at 4. They're seeing, trying to get back what they can get back. And point blank period, FAU is going to roll in this game. I think they get it done by 6, 8, maybe even potentially 10 in a double-digit blowout. I said it's a setup for the 49ers because this is a Conference USA game. They are 2-0 and oh already in conference play. Florida Atlantic 1-2 and two in conference play and somehow charlotte is the underdog and climbing and becoming a bigger spread underdog oh yeah that makes a whole lot of sense uh over the years historically charlotte has been bad on the road nine and five straight up seven and seven ats overall this year but two and one straight up and ats on the road uh they've covered some uh favorite times on the road and now all of a sudden they're three and a half point dogs again four and a half point dogs doesn't make any sense FAU, uh, they always step up at home, 7-3 and three straight up, 4-3 and three against the number. Uh, they did play a couple of lackluster teams, but those failed covers were against teams that uh, have been absolute wagons themselves. It was against uh, University of Tennessee Martin. They did win that game. Uh, they failed to cover minus 14. Troy, minus 5 uh, point favorites. That was just an incorrect price. Troy should have been favored by 5 in that game. And then uh, James Madison, my Dukes, they uh, were incorrectly priced. They should have been favored by three and a half, four in that game, and the Dukes were... A, uh, a dog in that spot, and they should not have been. So, this is definitely the sharp side. Uh, I love it here. FAU being at home, 24% of bets and 75% of money on the Owls, minus 3.5, and, and then it ticked up to 4.5, still getting the same amount of action. Uh, a couple of key things here, wrapping it up. Uh, Charlotte has been one of the luckiest teams in the entire land, 28th in luck rating per Ken Pom, where okay. FAU is 353rd. So I think we see a little bit of a uh, regression there for the 49ers. I also think FAU's defense shows up at home. They're only allowing 68.6 points per game, where uh they uh the 49ers allowing 70.9. However, The Owls are only allowing 68.6 at home. The 49ers, 77.7 on the road. So the 49ers defense struggles on the road. And last but certainly not least, I didn't mention this at the top because this is the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Charlotte is coming off of four straight home games. They have not played on the road for a long, long, long time. And I think we see some serious rust. Put a pin in that. I'll come right back to that in a second. You don't believe me in all of that. Believe the trend. Charlotte. Four and nine ATS last 13 following an ATS loss. Pull the pin out. Charlotte, 3-8, ATS last 11, following a 3-plus game home stand. They are rusty when they play a nice long stretch at home and then go on the road. They fumble and wumble and bumble the bag. Do not fall into the trap here today, my friends. FAU, 5-1 against the number, last six versus a team with a winning percentage above 600. 4-1 against the number, their last five versus a Conference USA opponent. And 5-2 and against the number, their last seven January games. The Owls get hot when they need to especially right now in conference play. They're favored for a reason. Don't buy into Charlotte, who is, oh my gosh, undefeated in Conference USA and an underdog. Get out of town. First best
1: bet of the day, FAU, minus four and a half. Yeah, I think... I think you're on the right side of this one. That's a damn, like, <laughs> damn skippy. Damn, I'm real skippy. interested in being honest. I did not give this one too much of a thought honestly. I have not looked closely into these teams this year, but that that yeah, I think you're on the right side there.
0: Set up in a half. I uh, I skip yeah. past a lot of shit to uh, to play that line movement. So and yeah. it, it's it's stuck as the uh stuck as a sharp side um wrapping it up. Let me yeah. just go back and look. Or right, do you have it pulled up right now?
1: Yeah, uh 64% of bets on Charlotte, 79% of money on uh, FAU. Love that split. Love that split. We'll keep and, it moving. Uh, oh, oh, apologies. Uh, Yeah, four and a half over there on FanDuel, four on BetRivers. Uh, so okay. you might be able to find a little bit better number somewhere else maybe. I don't know.
0: <laughs> sure enough, yeah, definitely do some shopping. But, yeah, I saw the four and a half. I think, like I said, I think they rolled by at least seven points here today. So I was willing to uh, get it with – I got it at minus 104, where a lot of places minus yeah. 112, minus 114 for that minus four. So I bought the hook. I'm not afraid of it. You shouldn't be either. Second – Best bet coming from me. This is the Ivy League incinerator. We're going to the matchup between the Harvard Crimson and the Dartmouth Big Green. And my friends, we are taking the Big Green plus one and a half. I first looked at this and I said, ah, we got to stay away. I shouldn't buy into this one. I'm insane. But not a chance, my friends. Let me tell you why you need to buy into this. This is one of the most damn valuable plays on the board today. It's a setup and a half for the Crimson. I think Dartmouth actually wins this outright. But hey, I'm willing, as always, to buy any points the books are willing to give me. Bets and money are what I'm looking at, number one. 92% of bets coming in on the Cribson, and the books haven't done anything with this number. It's still at minus one and a half. It's not going to two and a half, three and a half, four and a half, five and a half. Oh, oh, well, that's interesting. Oh, that's right, because uh, the old Big Green are getting about 44% actual money wagered on this matchup. They are getting a bag. The Sharp guys, you don't know, who will never talk on camera like this, but Move numbers have dumped a bag on this and I think the big green take care of it last but certainly not least couple of a couple of key things here um, as to why I think uh, this being in Dartmouth or at Dartmouth rather is a big big factor for the uh, big green at least covering if not winning this outright seven out of their last 10 games that's the big green have been on the road Last three home games, it was a loss to Quinnipiac, 69-72. to 72. It was just an incorrect pricing, minus 2.5. They should have been plus 3.5, plus 2.5, somewhere in that ballpark. They lost to Boston, 62-65. to 65. They pushed to plus 3, so the books, okay, well, we're getting a little smarter now. It's plus 3, they're good there. Oh, shit, they played in Ivy League school. They won against Brown as three-point dogs. Wouldn't you know that? Okay, let's let's take a look. Seven out of Harvard's last 10 games have been on their home hardwood. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Their last three road games, they lost to Siena. The Saints are shit, 69 to 72. They lost as five-point favorites. They lost against UMass, who have been questionable at best on the road, 77 to 87. They failed to cover a five-point dog spread. And okay, great. They won against Columbus, but they failed to cover a nine and a half point spread. And Columbus is at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to Ivy League schools. And I think we are seeing a setup and a half for Crimson here today. Last but not least, the Big Green defense shows up at home. 70 points per game flat allowed for the Big Green, but 61 points per game allowed on their home hardwood compared to the Crimson. 70.1 points per game allowed. Overall, cool, wonderful, great 76.8 76.8 points per game allowed on the road. Defense matters. Last but not least, before I close it out with the trends, per the worldwide leader, the Dartmouth Big Green, have a 64.9% chance to win this game outright, and they are the puppy dogs, and the public loves Harvard, and the books are doing nothing with this line. You don't believe my crazy ass. Believe the trends. Harvard, 5-15 and 15, against the number their last uh, 20 as a favorite, 8-20-1 and 1 ATS, or last 29 as a road favorite, 4-14 ATS last 18 following a straight-up win, Dartmouth 4-1-1 ATS last 6 following a straight-up loss, 4-1-1 ATS last 6 versus a team with a straight-up winning record, 3-1-1 ATS, or last 5 as a home puppy dog, and oh my goodness, 4-1-1 and 1 ATS last 6 meetings against Harvard. Give me all of the plus one and a half with the dartmouth big green i passed up a lot of plays this has a lot of value my friends the ivy league incinerator one more time dartmouth big green plus one and a half
1: you've got me in the boat with this one my dude i i mean just look at the just look at the straight up records nine and five versus four and ten and uh the nine and five team is only a a one and a half you only gotta lay a bucket man Uh, 100%. yeah, I like it a lot, man. And, and the money splits and the, you know, the don't be fooled by the straight up records. Eh, whew, I like this a lot, man. There you go. Uh,
0: I passed up a lot of stuff and I saw this one and I said, Oh yeah, give it all to me baby. So here we go. We're wrapping it up. Uh, last play of the day. This is a pretty classic case of uh line movement. Um, kind of, kind of what I've seen across the board. I, I absolutely love this here. Um, Oh man, yeah, I'm looking at a little bit extra line movement just to make sure I wasn't sticking my foot in my mouth and it's getting even better. So, going to Miss Compadres. The matchup, Mountain West. This is the Mountain West book murderer. The Wyoming Cowboys against the Nevada Wolfpack. We're taking the Wyoming Cowboys on the money line. I'm skipping the points, and you might look at it, you'll see some money in bet splits, you go, Holy shit, cold, 81% of bet, 78% of money. That's okay. The number's still dropping down. It's down to 1.5 in some spots. Opened up at 2.5, down to 2 across the market, 1.5 some spots. And I think that's a classic case of we're seeing the public and the Sharps line up on a play and say, Uh-oh, books, you fucked up on one here. Uh, they don't need to be favored at home. And I think what we're seeing, they haven't uh, tracked bet percent, but we're seeing about 87% of actual money wagered on um, Wyoming's money line. I think that's indicating sharp bettors are saying, fooey. I don't need the spread. I don't need the extra points. I'm going right for the total, and I'm saying the exact same thing. I don't care that this is in Nevada, 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 Navuda, wherever the hell you want to say it. Nehuda, nahuda. Uh, Nehuda, Nevada. I don't care um, whatsoever. It really comes down to those things that I just mentioned. Um, but also... Wyoming has been absolutely ridiculous to try and take out on the road this year. 4-1 and one straight up and against the number away from their home hardwood. They beat Cal State Fullerton and covered a 3.5-point favorite spread. They lost against Arizona, but so what? They're a damn wagon. And that was their also their other ATS loss, 16.5-point dogs. Then they returned and beat the Popsicles off of Utah State as 5.5-point dogs. Damn good team. Mountain West team, might I add. Beat the Popsicles off of Grand Canyon or Antelopes as 2.5. Point dogs and beat the Washington Huskies as two point dogs as well. Holy shit, that's three outright wins the last four times they've been a road underdog. Call me crazy, but I fucking love it. Also, Nevada's been a little fugazi at home, five and two straight up, but one and five against the number. Their opponents have been Eastern Washington, the San Diego Toreros, the Pepperdine Waves, the Loyola Marymount Lions, and oh, the Boise State Broncos. All of those teams who have been questionable at best and are about like throwing a damn Dart uh, at a dart board on the opposite side of the bar after you've had 14 32 ounce rolling rocks. I'm telling you, they're inconsistent as shit. Outside of that, once again, I think defense is going to show up, but this time it's not going to show up for the home team. Defense travels in this one. Wyoming 63.5 points per game allowed across the board, 69.3 points per game allowed on the road, so I understand, but Nevada, 75.4 points per game allowed, 72.5 points per game allowed at home, and then it goes even deeper into Kempom, 109th ADE for the Cowboys of Wyoming, 12th in opponent effective field goal, 136 for the Wolfpack in ADE, but 255th in opponent effective field goal. I love the Cowboys to run away with this one. I'm pulling out the six shooters and firing away with the Cowboys because I think they're going to be draining it from deep all day. But you don't believe me? Believe the trends. Wyoming, 19-7, last 26 against the number as a dog. 19-7 ATS, last 26 as a road dog. 5-1 against the number, last six on the road in general. And 5-2 and straight up, that's right, I said straight up, their last seven a Mountain West Conference opponent. Nevada, 1-5 ATS last six overall. 0-4 ATS last four as a favorite. 0-5 ATS last five versus a team with a winning straight up record. And oh my goodness, the Cowboys are seven and one against the number. Of their last eight meetings with the Wolfpack, and they've won the last three meetings straight up. This is a setup and a half for Nevada, 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 Nevada. I don't really care because we're taking Wyoming Cowboys on the money line plus 106 or wherever you're seeing it on your favorite
1: book. I like what you got going on here. I'll uh, I'll stay away from this one, though. I, I'll, I'll let you take this one to the I'd window, i get them on all three.
0: Thought I'd get them all three.
1: Nah, I'm out on this one. I do like it, though. I like what you're saying. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay away from this one for you.
0: Okay. Last but not least, number four, the wild card, Total Whale. This one's pretty easy for me. This one uh, I absolutely love. It is completely flipped on the bet money percent splits, and I about came out of my shorts when I fucking saw it this morning. Uh, As you were speaking, I saw it happen. I said, oh, here we go, baby. So we're going to the Cardinals and the Rams and we are taking the under 49 and a half here today. Uh, That's right. You just looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? And that is the exact reason, my friends. This screams under to me. I think both offenses struggle. I don't care what anybody wants to say. Matt Stafford has done nothing over the course of his entire career to ever prove to me that he is going to do something tonight in a playoff game. Period. Point blank. period. He's fucking 0-8 straight up in playoff deciding or playoff implication games in his NFL career. I ain't buying that he's going to show up and be some madman, rocket man. Holy shit, Matt Stafford had the best game of his career. I just don't see it because the narrative was last night too with the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, if they come out, they struggle. This whole season's a wash, a waste, sucks, terrible. That's the narrative now for them. If this happens with the Rams, if they struggle in any capacity, which I think, which I think we're seeing the same thing, nobody's talking about this narrative, is that Matt Stafford might struggle a little bit, and oh my gosh, what have the Rams done? Did they not see the writing on the wall? I can see it happening now, and right when you least expect it in the wild card round. Now, both offenses trouble scoring in my mind. I. Again, Mags, I think you're on the right side with your spread play. The Rams minus three and a half, but I just think at the end of the day, that's going to be too much of a damn sweat for me, and I think this is going to just absolutely be so far under the total, we're not even going to have to sweat this one out whatsoever. Defenses are going to show up on both sides of the ball. I know the Cardinals' defense struggle a little bit here going in, but I think it's more of statistical numbers, man. I mean, football's played on a gridiron, not on a piece of paper. I say it all the time, and... That's a damn good looking defense when they need to be. And they've seen this team plenty of times. A lot of those guys on the Cardinals defense have seen this Rams offense plenty of damn times. I'm not worried about it. And it's vice versa, too, for the Rams defense. And those boys are healthy, ready to rock and roll. I think they show up. You don't believe me on all of that. Believe the trends. Closing out my card of the day for the Cardinals and Rams under 49 and a half. The Unders 4-0 in the Cardinals' last four following a straight-up and an ATS loss. 8-1 their last nine Monday games. 13-3 their last 16 on field turf, partner. There you go. 13-4 their last 17 road games. And 5-2 their last seven after allowing 30 points or more in their previous game, the Rams. Under is 4-1 and one in their last five home games. 17-5, last 22 as a home favorite. 8-3, last 11 following a straight-up loss. And 13-6, and last 19 following an ATS loss. The under trends are a wagon. The Rams are actually more of an under wagon than you would believe. And actually, so are the Cardinals right now. And this one is going to fly under. It might not even reach the 40s. I don't want to stick my foot in my mouth, but this is going way under than what you would like to believe. Forty-nine and a half to 51-and-a-half have been under wagons all season, and I will continue to be on it to wrap up Wildcard Weekend one more time. Arizona versus Los Angeles, under 49-and-a-half.
1: I'm not against you, my man. I am not against you. I'll, uh, I'll leave it on the table because I uh – you know, I'm going to stick with my action that I've got, but I think you're on the right side, dude. I think you are on the right side. Hey, you do your thing, I'll do my thing, and uh, we'll meet in the
0: middle. So there you go, my best bets of the day. All right. Excuse me, pardon me. Always say take the over. It is now time for the Monday, Monday, Monday Madness Parlay. Okay, my friends. You better get this one locked in quick. You better rip out your sports books because we got the first leg tipping off. That's right, tipping off at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's right, that is 59 short minutes from now. So without further ado, the first leg on the Monday, Monday, Monday madness parlay is the New York Knicks on the money line. Absolutely love the Knickerbockers here today. Uh, it looks to me just like the Eagles did yesterday on that line. The public wakes up. The first thing they see is the Knicks being a two point favorite and then dropping down to a one point favorite at home. Bullshit. They're oh my gosh, we got to get into it. Uh, Hornets have turned into a public dog and a half and we're not buying into it over here at the TTL pod. Uh, outside of that, I love the Knicks in this spot. They're great on one day arrest. They're great on Monday. They're great as a home favorite. I love them in this spot. We're going to skip the points just in case any bullshit, but the Hornets are 2-6 and six against the number. Their last eight meetings in New York, and the Hornets did beat uh, the Knicks back in November, the lone meeting of this year. So I think the old Knickerbocker's got a bad taste in their mouth, ready to smack the piss out of the Hornets. But, hey, you don't believe me, partner. Anything you can get them to believe you on.
1: My friend, so I will not add too much here. It has flipped, so the Hornets are coming in right now as we speak, looking like in certain spots minus one. However, Mm -hmm. it's not like the Knicks are the team that's getting all the money in the world. So if the Knicks were the team that was getting 60-plus percent of bets and money, I'd be really concerned. That's a classic Um, flip. I think it's a a fake trap, and it's got the Hornets. uh, The Hornets are going to be the trap here. 57% of bets, 56% of money as we speak right now. So, uh, yeah, you mentioned kicking off here, tipping off here about an hour, but I still like those Knicks to get get the job done at home.
0: Classic fake flip, man. Don't buy into it. Knicks money line, first leg. Second leg, we're going to the matchup between the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles and the Tennessee State Tigers, and we're all over the Tigers. We're taking Tennessee State plus one and a half. Um, not a whole bunch of huge regions in particular. Um, one thing, Tennessee State is the sharp side and a half. My partner will fill you in on the uh, bet and money split. Oh, yeah. Has been since last night, continues to be. Tennessee Tech is extremely overvalued here. Uh, 1 in 7 ATS last eight as a road favorite, 6 19 and 1 against the number last 26 Monday games. Tennessee uh, Tech, sh- or Tennessee State rather, shows up on Monday 12 5 and 1 against the number last 18 Monday games, 5 and 2 ATS last seven on their home hardwood. I got nothing else to say. I think they're absolutely going to run away with this damn
1: game. Tennessee State plus one and a half. Anything else from you, partner, plus the splits? Uh, Just the splits as far as uh, I'm concerned over here. 47% of bets on Tennessee State, partner, but 95% of money on those boys. Somebody dropped a big, fat bag. Uh, Low volume game. So it really only takes one or two big big high rollers to make that type of split happen So uh, that tells you the the big high rollers They no ain't no random pro versus Joe type stuff as far as a random ass random public person dropping a bag on the Tennessee State uh, Tigers or whatever they are, but uh, yeah, I, I think we're on the right side here
0: Tigers for sure Tennessee State plus one and a half second leg third leg Milwaukee Bucks at the Atlanta Hawks. And we ain't taking a side because both have been a little goofy. Atlanta's been struggling. Bucks are heating up. Quite potentially, they might be starting to scuffle. Who knows? regardless we think the defense shows up here today and we're taking the under 231 and a half in the matchup between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks here tonight uh key trends for me unders five and0 in the Bucks last five overall they've been a wagon to the under six and one uh, in their last seven Monday games four and one their last five playing on one day rest and 28 and one their last 29 following a straight up loss um, Hawks pretty much a, a wagon to the under as well. 5-1, their last six is a home dog. 6-1, last seven versus a team with a winning road record. Uh, also, 7-3, last 10 uh, versus a team with a winning straight-up record. I mean, this game is going way under in my mind. I, I don't even know if this one gets out of the 220s. I, I, I see like a 222, 223. Um, I, I Again, we saw this open up right around like 229, and it's up to 231.5. I think the book or or the public waking up seeing that, oh, my gosh, it's jumping. I got to get in so fast. And these teams really aren't shooting the lights out like you would expect them to right now, especially on, hey, MLK Day. Everybody's got the day off. Everybody's hanging out. Going to be betting on some NBA because it's starting here in 55 short minutes. Don't buy into the nonsense. Milwaukee, Atlanta going way under 231.5 for the third leg. Anything else from you, partner?
1: Yeah, it seems like a lot of people are expecting this Bucks offense to have a lot of success. A, I don't think they're going to have as much as people are predicting them to. They could still have a really nice day offensively, but then you have to think about what the Atlanta Hawks are going to do on offense, uh, which has not been anything lately. Uh, you know I, I can see it being a close scrappy game and like you said being you know right on, on 220 or the Bucks blow them out but the Hawks don't do anything offensively either and keep this total under so a couple different ways this one can play out I see it going under both ways
0: sure enough fourth and final leg going to back to rather the wild card game tonight Cardinals and Rams we are taking an anytime touchdown score a man that scored in five out of the last seven games a man who was a crybaby wash rag if he doesn't get fed the ball and I would imagine he will 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 probably be banging his rattle on his high chair if he does not find the end zone in a playoff game. I think by now you know who I'm talking about. Partner, put the cap on it. We're taking Odell Beckham Jr. Anytime touchdown score, plus 120 for the fourth and final leg of the Monday Madness Parlay.
1: Number three, Odell Beckham Jr. I'll I'll let you tell people why that's important for us today. Uh, But yeah, you said five out of the last seven games, man. He's been playing well altogether. Had six catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown against the uh, cardinals on the road in week 14 30 to 23 win there so i think he could have a real similar performance partner yep and get in the end zone for us
0: 100 150 percent. now you mentioned he's number three it just so happens that this parlay shakes out to plus 1,333 odds so call that a fucking dank. i think not i Dude, think we this lost bad our boys going straight to the pay window
1: we lost our genes because we were like, oh, isn't he number three? He's number three. He used yep. to be 13. Also, yep. one yep. three 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 three. three, three. three. I didn't, I didn't really that? connect 13, the 13 3, part 3, of it 3. on there oh yeah 13 we were 3, 3. oh yeah it's all there
0: baby it is all there <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the last yeah, time we, we had go. shit lining up like this the two for tuesday parlay worth 222 odds on tuesday went straight to the pay window this one featuring obj used to be number 13 now number three plus 1,333 odds monday madness parlay let's get it to the pay window okay So you have an opportunity to get it hammered in in case you missed anything with some early action happening here today, all that, everything in between. Let's get everything recapped for you and then we'll get into the nonsense of the second half of the show. So my friends, it's time to rip out your sports books, pull out your pens, paper, pencils, or whatever mode, method, or means you utilize to take stock of the TTL Crew's Best Bets of the Day, because as now you're awake with my big-ass head in the screen, and I bring my partner's big-ass head back in the screen, it's time to recap all of the TTL Crew's Best Bets of the Day for this gorgeous Monday of Bets, also known as, you see it in the ticker, January 17th, 2022. Please, so kindly, live reporting from the fountains of SoFi Stadium, Please kindly turn your attention to the top left corner of your screen. You see Armag's mags picks. He's got four swaction games coming at you and won the wild card spread whale. It is the Rams minus three and a half for his best wild card bet of the evening. He's also taken the Texas Southern Tigers minus one. The Alcorn State Braves minus four and a half. The Bethune Cookman Wildcats minus one and the Florida A&M University Rattlers minus seven. Turn your attention to the top right side of your screen for my bet. Best bets of the day. I got four coming at you. Three from the college basketball hardwood and one from the wild card game tonight. We're taking the Florida Atlantic University Owls minus four and a half. Do not be afraid of it down to four. Go back and listen to my analysis. Hammer it the hell in at minus four. Dartmouth Big Green plus one and a half. And hammer the Wyoming Cowboys on the money line. We're also the wild card whale total play. Arizona against Los Angeles under 49 and a half. I absolutely love that as my best bet of the evening for the NFL. And if you'd so kindly turn your attention just... Slowly rolling over the top of the waterfall, if you will, the Monday Madness Parlay paying out at plus 1,333 odds. You know why that's so important. We are parlaying up. The Tennessee State Tigers plus one and a half. The New York Knicks on the money line. Milwaukee Bucks against the Atlanta Hawks under 231 and a half, not 131 and a half. Don't think it shifted up 100 points. And Odell Beckham Jr., anytime touchdown score. Lock all four legs in on the Monday Madness Parlay for the special play, and then all nine best bets for one unit. Be who you can afford to be, and let's get all ten straight to the pay window. But before we can, we need you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed for ticket cashing into whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Rough, uh, rough, it, rough old Monday Damn morning it. for the old <laughs> mo- graphics intern there. Uh, let's keep it steaming here. Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. You see all of the best bets of the day there. It's time for a little Indiana Pacers against the Los Angeles Clippers. Go Pacers! Pacers! I shaved my head and pinted it. <laughs> All right, without further ado, Moneyline Dice are live on set. I'll get the tracking book out here ready to rock and roll, too. Partner, would you be so kind as I do all of that stuff to uh, indulge us? What's going on here with this matchup today?
1: All righty, so we are in L.A. for this Pacers and Clippers matchup. Uh, uh, Clippers, excuse me, coming in as the two-point favorite at home, minus two for the Clippers, plus two for the Pacers. Minus 124 in the money line for the Clippers, plus 106 for the Pacers, and a total of 209 and a half. It does appear that Miles Turner has been ruled out for this game, as far as I am seeing right now for the Pacers. And then a few a uh, few more guys questionable as of right now. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Jeremy Lamb, and Chris Duarte. I have to imagine those guys are going to be in because if they weren't, I imagine this line would be uh, probably a double-digit spread partner. Sure. So I am going to go with uh, just Miles Turner sitting out for the Pacers. They have lost their last three games straight up, failed to cover their last two. Um two, last two were at home, Suns and Celtics. Clippers also coming in at last two on the road. Failed wins and covers to the Pelicans and the Spurs uh clippers without paul george have been scuffling partner they are 21 and 23 straight up so i have not been betting either of these teams at all lately so we let the dice decide after a hot hot week on the uh the old hardwood i think for the most part last week am i wrong five
0: and one last week week of january 10th 2022 partner just to double confirm clippers uh one and a half point home favorite and total at 209 and a half on FanDuel, I am seeing minus two for the Clippers. Okay, it is up to minus two. So either way, right around there, minus one and a half, minus two at uh, market consensus. And then total still at the 209? Uh, 209. 209 and a half, yep. 209 and a half. All right. So you know the drill. Ever since we started tracking this shit, uh, things got crazy. Things got wild. Uh, the dice started getting hot. So it's all written down. 2.40 uh, p.m. Central Time tip. We got a lot of early NBA action. So without any further ado, my friends... It's time to have the first roll of the day. Away team or on, home guys. team? Are we taking the home team? Clippers or the away team? Pacers, I don't know. Neither does Mags. But we all find out in three, in two, in one. Away team. No. go, Pacers! <laughs> Part of the... Per the moneyline dice. All right. Unofficially. All right, Indiana Pacers as the side selection. Now, will we be taking them on the money line? Are we getting a point? Maybe a bucket with two. Who knows what happens? I don't know. Neither does Mags, but we soon find out. In three, in two, in one. Moneyline. Alright. Okay. Moneyline. Okay, dice. Unofficially, let me show you, just to make sure. All right. The Indiana Pacers on the money line. Unofficial selection now. It's time for the wild card roll. Will the die be starting the week off once again doubling down on their primary selection? Will they need a little bit of a re-roll before they officially make up their mind? Or are they saying, nah, forget all that. We're going straight to the total. You got two tickets that are making it to the window today. I don't know. Neither does Mags, but we all find out in three, in two, in one. Under.
1: Okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay, Dice. Under. No time. I, uh... Yeah, I have no idea. I have no... Absolutely no clue at all on this one.
0: The DICE have spoken!
1: If you want a
0: guaranteed take-two tickets to the window tonight, no questions, no qualms, no quarries, not per me, not per Mags, not per any living, breathing human being on this planet, but per the inanimate... All knowing, ever present, all powerful, moneyline dice, hammer in right here, right now. The Indiana Pacers on the money line and the under 209 and a half in the matchup tonight between the Indiana Pacers and the Los Angeles Clippers. Actually, this afternoon, 2.40 p.m. Central Standard Time tip. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Okay, so we got IND ML. And the old UN of 209 and a half. All right. Okie dokie, Artemachoki. We'll see what happens. They, they, they're hot. They're hot. I'm not arguing. They are with hot. Them. I, they who am I now. to fucking care hey, them hot. any goofy faces? Because, I don't know. I don't know. Five and one, a uh, lot better than how I did last week. But uh, <laughs> we're turning it around here this <laughs> hey. week. No questions. No doubt about it. All right, without further ado, that does it for today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the day. Let me make sure everything's set up on my side of the world here. Yeah, it looks to be that we are in good shape. Let me uh, move one thing here, Mr. Mags. All right, without further ado, let's kick things off here. Second half of the show. partner. Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul. You have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 203 of the TTL pod on this gorgeous January the 17th, 2021.
1: Uh, 22. Fuck me. 22. (laughs) Uh, It is Movie Monday, dude. I am uh, locked and loaded with our uh, weekly now, weekly Movie Monday kind of trivia action we've got coming today, partner. Uh, what was the number one movie at the box office on this day in year X to fill people in if you missed the last hey, week we've got can a couple I put, up, can, go I
0: put, can I put a slip in the suggestion box okay maybe just like overall movie trivia instead of just like two number one on the, the suggest, uh like number one on the uh, the charts too as well There's a little something in there maybe. I don't know if you, if you start running out of this I don't know how many years maybe. you're going to be going but it's just an idea maybe movie Monday your, your sidebar let's yeah. rock
1: uh, coming in as duplicates from last week, 98, Titanic, once again, at 2000, <laughs> next Friday, once again, held it down. Uh, okay. 2010, Avatar, and 2015, Taken 3, the uh, the third out of the old uh, Taken trilogy stuck on there. Mm-hmm. And that is all I'm seeing so far. So 1991, partner, number mm-hmm. one movie in the box office, 1991 in uh, on January 17th. Uh two words. This is a classic. Uh usually associated with Christmas, not a full-blown Christmas movie necessarily, uh, but typically watched around Christmas time. Um you can but stop. again, I huh? think
0: I think I got it.
1: Die hard? Nope. Not nope, <gasps> a lot of terrible guess given my given my hints, not a terrible guess. okay Think more one, family. One think more family centered though. Think more family centered.
0: Family centered and it like a Christmas time movie and it was number one in the box office this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna need a little bit more because I that was
1: a main character uh, centers around a I don't remember how old he was but definitely ten or less years old.
0: Oh, so this is just okay. I didn't think it would be that uh, okay. I was going to totally just Home Alone.
1: Yes, sir. Okay, I,
0: I was going in a totally different direction. Damn. All right. So what Are those still, fair close that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I just didn't. Okay. I was I was thinking a little bit harder than that. Like I, I yeah. was because like Home Alone, I was like, ah, that'd be too easy. I didn't realize like shit. They all the way through January and then probably February, yeah. even into March, probably too. to have a box office. That's she's a, a classic. Hell. She's a classic for sure. If she's still holding true to this day for crying
1: out loud. All righty. Ninety three. Uh, uh-huh. And then we'll jump ahead to the two thousands here. Not uh-huh. sure if this is in your wheelhouse partner. Uh, oh. animated movie from, you know, 19- what assuming does pal. Hey, I, that's why I wrote it down. Just in case 93 animated movie. Um, uh, in one word in the old, uh, Disney variety. I do believe, uh, if my Disney, uh, knowledge is not forsaking me here, not, uh, I, I male characters. So not like a Disney princess type movie here, a lad. Aladdin, 1993. It that was, was my Aladdin. shit,
0: bro. What you talking right. about? Out of my wheelhouse. Just because hey. I don't like superhero movies now doesn't mean I didn't love some. I'm not saying. I wasn't assuming. 30,000 years in a hey. glass
1: bottle sure gives you a kink in the neck. Hey. Oh, come on. I, love I wasn't assuming against it. Just did it. No, because you and I, uh, I can't say you and I chat uh, Disney cartoons. Disney. Not very 90s. often. No, so. but
0: as a kid, loved me some Disney. 150 percent.
1: Aladdin was of one of my tops. Love me some okay. Aladdin for so. sure. Skipping ahead to 2002 now. This Uh one, I do believe you mentioned this one last week as a guess, and it was wrong. Uh, War Movie 2002. I'll start right there. War Movie
0: 2002. Mm. That's not obviously not what I'm saying. It just kind (laughs) of popped into my head. Um, That helps. It seems like it's too, too early, but first initial thought, is Saving Private Ryan?
1: That probably would have been my guess because I do believe this is right around that time, but that is incorrect. Okay. okay. I uh, want to say you said but, it as a guess last so year, last week, but the year what you were guessing like way too far. And we far talked more movies, didn't we? We talked more
0: movies. Fuck.
1: Uh,
0: oh, I I got my movie too. I forgot we're okay. talking movie Mondays too. I totally forgot. Let's fucking go. Okay. I uh, wrote it down. Uh, I totally would have <laughs> forgot about that. That's electric. Ah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. O oh, two. Um. Can I have another hint? I'm one. Um. I got strike. One I'm honestly on the board not right personally
1: now. super familiar with this movie. I think I saw it like when I was a kid, and it was probably uh, out of my wheelhouse because I was not uh, into Damn, like war, know, Raiders, war movies when I was a kid. But uh, uh, uh helicopters. Think helicopters. Oh,
0: uh, Black Hawk Down. <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. That too okay. Obvious. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I kind of. But I mean, I kinda said it good. last week. So, I don't yeah, know how else well right, I were right. I I uh Blackhawk Down was that's that's uh that's yeah, a damn good That's a damn good flick. Another damn good flick, more flick around that time, Jarhead, Jake
1: Gyllenhaal. Oh, good movie, very good movie. Great movie say
0: it, back to me! Fuck had you showed me! Fuck had you showed me
1: Electric All right, continue. All please. right, two thousand five. Not sure if you'll get this one or not. I was uh kind of shocked that it was number one in the box office. So last week, two thousand five, Coach Carter. Uh this one has come in and uh uh taken it. On the top spot of this one it is a family friendly kid movie the adult main character however ha what it was appearing on this list last week in a different movie
0: goodness gracious yeah I just kept a fucking Rolodex oh you talk about last week
1: <laughs> I don't know how else to help you with this uh, one because um, I was shocked to s-
0: family movie <laughs> It's not a very good movie. Um, not a very good movie. Any, in hindsight, I
1: liked it when I was 10. Hint, any kind of little hints, anything at all for me, guy? Honestly, the best thing that I could do is help you with who the main character is. He was in, uh, again, a movie that was last week. And again, yeah, he, I just said stayed on the list. It was one of those few movies that I said also was in. Uh, you can just uh, you tell know, me the
0: movie. I might not even know it from there.
1: Next Friday, he's in that movie.
0: And it's it's not part of this series though, right?
1: No, 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 okay. no. Oh five, oh five. Family friendly movie. Uh, the title is actually a question.
0: Well, that's not fucking. Well, that was. My, I don't think you're to get this one. There goes Are we guess? there yet? Oh cube so it was cube I was going with um I was going I was going the rush hour direction I was going fucking
1: um Oh Chris Tucker Chris Tucker that's why, that's why am Chris I fucking Tucker? blanking on Chris Tucker
0: 50 million dollars that's, that's what was going on in my
1: like head. I said it wasn't a very are we good there movie yet? Oh, five
0: 5 was are we there yet yeah. I mean it had a good heartwarming feel by eh, it. Sure. Sure. And like I, I mean, said, I liked
1: it when I was ten, got a few years older. I was like, wow, this movie isn't very all. Yeah, it good was trash.
0: All. It was trash for sure. But uh, yeah, sorry, Cube, that movie sucked.
1: Uh remember Ice Damn, Cube. Though. Oh, five. remember Ice Cube here in a second. Oh okay. uh, two thousand nine, ah. not for this one. Uh, Speaking of bad movies, uh, not bad movie, but last week was Gran Torino, not saying that's a bad movie, but this week, Overtaken, uh, Overtaken Gran Torino was a uh, classically bad movie uh, that people, it's kind of like endearing to people that it's a bad movie, Uh, the name is after, uh, it's a a man's name is the name of the movie, Uh, technically a comedy uh technically a comedy but think just like like, put the short list of like just like laughably bad comedies in your head but still people somehow love it at the same time
0: and it's a man's name one like first name last name
1: first name last name colon what's his job oh fuck okay ace ventura no, 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 no. no. Uh, that well, was in the Ace 90s, mentor, but that's not a... Uh, hey, that's also a uh, fucking great movie, first of all. But, yeah, um, for
0: sure. I guess I'm in the wrong... Yeah, I guess I'm in the wrong year, huh?
1: So, okay. man's name, colon, and then his job. In 2009? 2009. Fudge.
0: 2009. <laughs> you're going to hate
1: yourself, but it's also like... Like, you just said Ace Ventura. I think Ace Ventura is a good movie. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch this movie. At this point in time
0: well and it was a billboard number one or a <laughs> chart number one ever where
1: everyone yes um one more hint uh the a larger gentleman was in grown-ups grown-ups 2 in that kind of crew I am stumped. Kevin James is the actor
0: is the is the main character of the movie?
1: He's the actor, oh, but he's oh, the main character.
0: Oh, fucking! How was that a number one? Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul Blart Cop. Are you mall shitting me? Number one. How in was 2009 that in two thousand
1: nine? No way, dude. No way. And stayed and won't two thousand nine. We will not be on next week. So if we do this again, because it stayed until next week as well.
0: No way, dude. Good grief, yeah, that's
1: rough. Okay, uh, 2014, 2014 and 2016, uh, uh, the movie and then the sequel made it in 2016. Uh, So last week, 2014 was Lone Survivor, 2016 was Star Wars uh, 7, the reboot. 2014 and then 2016, they had the sequel. I said, remember Ice Cube. That is my hint that I will give you.
0: What did he do? What did he
1: do? His oh, uh, uh, co-star uh, 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 was I
0: pretty I don't know. Uh, let my brain work because I, I got it. 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 I just can't fucking.
1: Come on! Channing Tatum and fucking. No, it's not, not a bad guess. That no? been, That's a very good guess. Those are actually really good movies and I would what have guessed fuck? that. Not saying what, these are bad movies, what, what is, but these what is, have not aged Why aged can't I think well. of the
0: name of that movie? Help me out real quick before we go any further. What's the name of the Oh, Jump movies? Street is what Street, you were thinking Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. Gosh darn
1: those um, are good guesses, though. That is fair guesses as far as, because those are actually good movies. Yeah, would and like, kind of seemed like
0: 2014, 2016, like seemed right in that
1: ballpark. These, I don't want to say like age poorly that uh, like these aren't, are not less funny. They just weren't like awesome movies in, it, it, to begin with. His co-star, Ice Cube's co-star, uh, is like, extremely popular, at, especially at the time, like the height of his popularity, comedian, stand-up comedian was his co-star.
0: Oh fucking fucking da 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 da! Ride along, ride along, yes, one and ride two, along, ah, and then yeah, yeah. ride
1: along two and twenty sixteen. Yeah. So sequels, damn sequels, yeah, yeah, sequels.
0: two two electric factories, two fucking heavy hitters, obviously across just like entrepreneurs, moguls, everything in between. Yeah, one of the shitty of their both of their works, I would say. One yeah, a it wasn't fan. great. One it wasn't a huge great. fan of
1: either. It wasn't wasn't good. Great, man. Eh. But uh, definitely I'm cash it, grabs, and it. it's it. uh, <laughs> clearly that it was successful that uh, they were cash grabs because they both went on uh, the fucking one, number one in the box office. So last 100%. one, partner, 2020. I actually didn't see this movie. It is the number three in the line, uh, is the third movie in a line of uh, what it was in 2020, so they, I think they might be working on four. But last week was 1917. That spurred our war movie talk. But now 2020, two years ago, the third movie this is the third of a trilogy. The first two were back in... Uh, I know the first one was in the 90s. I think second one was either late 90s, if not just crept into 2000. Comedy action type movies.
0: Comedy action type movies. Comedy action type movies.
1: And the first one was made in the 90s? First one definitely in the 90s. Second one, if not also in the 90s, was uh, just around the corner. First one, 95... Second one two thousand three, so in twenty twenty? Seventeen years later was the third. What? Probably would have done massive numbers if it wasn't for uh, well no, this would have been before COVID, I think, actually. Yeah.
0: Any any like general other premise um, of the movies except fucking action comedy, like anything else? They are
1: policemen, technically. Detectives, I think, probably.
0: Oh, did I just say this motherfucker? No, they didn't have a movie in 2020. Rush Hour? I don't hour? think he said. No,
1: Rush oh,
0: Hour. Oh no. Ooh, the police it's a more style
1: of movie. Policemen, but they've ha- Detectives. So think detectives. Action. Um What?
0: Action. You're gonna hate
1: yourself when I say it. I don't know how to I like I I keep like getting to a spot where the next clue is gonna give it too obvious and anything that I'm thinking of. <sighs> Um, one final guess from your boy before you tell me, uh, uh think of the song, um, in the, uh, the song, th- think of, uh, the cops TV show song.
0: Bad boys, what you want? What? I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> bad boys.
1: <laughs> and This one, bad boys for life is the number three of Damn, this. Damn, that uh, was 2020? That was 2020? Third one, yeah. I haven't seen it still, honestly.
0: I haven't either. I'd be lying. I said I did. Bad Boys 1 and 2 were both sick as fuck. Of but course. like
1: Bad Boys,
0: what you want? What you want <laughs> to do? I told you. Any other clue? Because you said, damn. damn.
1: And then you kept going, and I was like, is it going to realize? Ba- bad, boys, <laughs>
0: bad Boys, the soundtrack number one is what got me into rap music. Okay. Little, little known enough. fact. Bad Fair boy enough. go back and fucking, uh, you ain't doing shit today you are like I, what what do i listen to today go back and check out the bad boys soundtrack I've, number
1: 1 certified heater certified heater i've uh, a couple of years ago i went back and watched the the first one and the action doesn't quite uh, doesn't quite hold up
0: yeah, with all the CGI and
1: all the <laughs> shit and everything they got nowadays, it's, it's just, like it's well, it's like right, right in that sweet bad sweet spot of like in the '80s and before. You can like, all right, that is, it's like laughably bad at this point right. to where it still kind of holds up. This was like that sweet spot where they tried like a little too hard, but they still didn't have quite the technology. The first one I'm talking, but I heard how long
0: took was that? So the next time you fucking boo boo NFTs, not just you, but anybody out there, or the fucking metaverse, or fucking anything that's going on right now that you're saying, who with cryptocurrency what the fuck <laughs> well that's kind of the same shit that people were thinking in there same thought track the internet okay. the fucking holy shit this is the greatest fucking shit ever look how far movies okay. have come the cgi look Guess how far the internet has come look how far facebook has come you might be boo-booing it now, but it ain't going nowhere. So it's just my PSA for the day. I'm uh, I'm learning more and more about this space, Mags. I've been spending a few hours every single doggone day, and, oh, baby, I'm telling you, there's some stuff out there. There's some stuff out there.
1: We'll see. You're we'll see. What's up. Uh, but I do like your idea. I think I'll do a mix of uh, this, a little hybrid of this, and uh, actual some uh bust out my actual movie trivia because some yeah. of these i mean yeah because like, like into there? like yeah,
0: the they're, they're, yeah like the blockbuster number ones <laughs> like sometimes those yeah. are kind of hard to like if you could just tell me like here's three facts about this movie i'm i'm a fucking movie buff so i could probably just sure. be like pew, 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 pew. i just would be really interested to see if I. well some that of that. these I,
1: I was like i feel like he probably knows this movie and eventually could probably get it but like you know some of these it's also just like oh that's a that's a fucking movie yeah, like number come
0: on, one like bro. damn okay for sure <laughs> Ah, uh, well, there you go. There you have it. Movie Mondays, uh, wrapping it up on movie Mondays, my, uh, movie of the week. Um, ah. if you are not a sick, twisted bastard and, uh, yeah, I'm a sick, twisted bastard. I'll admit it. Um, and don't, don't you dare come back on this show or any of my social media platforms or anything. And you watch this movie and you say, Colton, you are one of the most fucked up human beings I've ever been <laughs> around in my life. Why did you tell me to watch this fucking movie? I don't honestly know, um, to tell you the truth. I watched it. I loved every fucking minute of it. I laughed my fucking head off. It is, it is, it's it's a dark, it's a very, very dark comedy. But I watched it with a group of people, three other people, that as soon as it was over, their eyes were about this fucking big around, and they just turned to me and go, what the fuck was that? And I got this grin on my face. This is, (laughs) that was electric. It's called The Voices. If you've never seen The Voices, young Ryan Reynolds and he, I will without any spoilers. He is a schizophrenia uh, schizophrenic, however you say that schizophrenic, um and he talks to his pets, and it's fucking electric. It is absolutely insane. It is it is anything you would you would look at that shit and you would you look at the cover, you look at everything. It will not be anything close to anything you could ever anticipate it being. I had a buddy of mine, uh, one of the first corporate jobs I worked, we did like, we did like kind of a movie Monday or some shit or whatever, but it was like Friday, I don't remember what the fuck we called it, and he's like, bro, you got to check out this movie this weekend. I was like, all right, for sure, whatever, and I watched it, and I was fucking hooked. The voices, the voices, Ryan Reynolds, it is absolutely electric. I'm looking at it right now.
1: Are you seeing any of the movie scenes? What
0: are you seeing over there?
1: I'm just like reading the description on IMDb here. Likeable guy pursues his office crush with help from his evil talking pets, but things turn sinister when she stands him up for a date. Which I have to imagine. Anna Kendrick is also in this movie. I have to imagine that is uh, the uh, female counterpart of this
0: movie. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so good. It's so I can't good. say
1: that I'm interested. I'll be honest. Bro, no, it is it's so, not, well, good. so It, it looks so like. Good. It, 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 he looks so much It says he it was released in 2014 but he looks so much younger he looks than young yeah it, he looks I, young. I feel like this was on the shelf for like 10 years before that oh you know what 2014 this is the year for the voices dude <laughs> so good it's so good it is fucking like it is one of
0: those where at the very end it just comes full circle and you're like oh my gosh oh, oh like geez, those are the movies i like i don't need some foo-foo frilly bullshit I know what's gonna happen throughout the whole thing. I wanna be smacked right in the kisser as soon as that shit ends. And there you go. There you have it. Now, there is one thing also I need you guys to do for me, okay? And also you can't call me a sick, sadistic, twisted fuck when you do this either, all right? And uh this
1: is <laughs> i am like where
0: this is going. This is this is, <laughs> this, is this is really <laughs> fucked up. I can't I can't lie to you. And I gotta I gotta before I say it, I gotta make sure that uh I have the right is there any way you can like watch it? Oh yeah, here we go. What I need you to do, I have never watched this full movie. This, somebody told me to do this, and it fucking made my day. Honestly, it made my day. It's really fucked up, but it made my day at the end of the day. So what I need you to do, don't do it at work. Do not, this is not a classic like, <laughs> NSFW cult moment. Do not fucking do this at work. Do not do this at work. <laughs> Go on to your Netflix. Sit down. What I'm going to need you to do, if you know me personally, is I'm going to need you to set a phone in front of you or some type of recording device and record yourself watching the start of a movie. And the name of that movie is called Nocturnal Animals. Nocturnal Animals. N-O-C-T-U-R-N-A-L. Animals. Nocturnal Animals. I will promise you that this movie has nothing to do... I don't really know what it has to do with. I know that it has nothing to do with fucking animals that live in the dark at nighttime. But what I do know is it is one of the... (laughs) Craziest starts to a movie I've ever seen in my life. I it was some fucking trend. I started. Mags is doing it. Oh no, he's doing it. Are you I'm doing not it? watching. I'm not. I just. I. I love
1: <laughs> like like re- going down these like IMDb rabbit holes, like learning more about these movies. I. I've I told,
0: never watched the movie. It could be a okay. completely shit movie for all I know. But there's this viral trend going I got around. Good ratings on it. <laughs> there's a viral trend going around that you basically go to Netflix turn on nocturnal animals watch the intro it's like i don't know how long it is i you'll be stuck i'm sorry you'll be stuck and it's one of those like train wreck moments where you're just looking at a train wreck and you can't look away but you want to look away but you just can't look away and and it's just it's abs- it, it's insane it's fucking insane and there's a viral trend people just recording themselves like and it's like hey do me a favor stop what you're doing Go to Netflix right now and type in nocturnal animals and record yourself watching the intro. And
1: it is fucking. You're going to do it. It'd be one thing. It'd be one thing because, like, I have some goofy ass movies. And maybe this isn't a goofy ass movie, but, like, back in the day, like, when Netflix first did, like, streaming, me and my friends would, like, find the most, like, ridiculous, like, actually ridiculous, stupidest fucking movies and just, like, laugh at how absurd they are. These movies actually have relevant people in them. This one's got Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, Isla Fisher. Like, it's not like this is, like, some no name. Like these people actually matter?
0: I'd be i have re- never watched past the intro. I'd be really interested okay. to know what those names have to do with what the fuck, how this damn thing starts. I and I'd really like to know what how this damn thing starts has to do with whatever that movie has to do with. I have no idea. I it it, it fucked my mind up so much. I just decided hey, to watch the, the intro one, and get the fuck the out description
1: of it. it. The plot: a wealthy art gallery owner is haunted haunted by her ex husband's novel. a violent thriller she interprets as a symbolic revenge tale. It's actually got good ratings. So I don't know what you're talking about as far as I mean, I don't know how this thing starts but it well, that actually really
0: makes happen. some fucking sense, but I don't know what type of fucking connection that makes, but it's got to make some type of connection. So like oh. So oh, you basically oh, like blindly oh.
1: blindly followed somebody telling you to go watch the Oh intro? yes,
0: I had no idea. They just it literally was Vival Trends, stop what you're doing, go to Netflix, type in nocturnal animals, and record yourself watching the intro. And I just said, you know what? I typically don't bite on these things, but I'm in a biting mood. Let's go. So I just fucking did it and it kicked me in the teeth. I, I recommend it. I, I don't recommend doing it at work. I don't recommend doing it around somebody who you are trying to impress somebody who you would not like to just look at you and say, well, are you fucking okay, you
1: fucking weird. accidentally have someone's opinion of you I, change, I, basically. I, I
0: would make sure all doors are locked, windows and blinds are shut. Like, I would just – I would make sure everything's set and good to go. Like, my – it was the dead of night, and my windows were wide the fuck open, so I know every fucking neighbor I have across the way from the balcony saw it happen, and uh not something I'm super excited about in case they did, so <laughs> – <laughs> <Four morning. laughs> but now, now you're not selling me the, on this, dude. Even, I don't enjoy no, that type of shit. Here's the thing: I'm saying all of this shit, and it's gonna be back in your mind through for the entire day, and until you go to fucking nocturnal, it's not scary. It's not. It's not guts and gore and blood and fucking oh my god! Oh, like it's none of that. It is. You will fuck. You, will thank, you, for you will thank me for making. You will thank me. That is me. You will thank me that I fucking did it. But <sighs> at the same time, you'll be like, bro, what the, what the fuck? What the fuck? This is funny. that's fucking, that, because then you can, you can pass it on. You can do it to somebody else. (laughs) Except I did it for a whole audience. (laughs)
1: Oh my gosh. (sighs) All right. We'll see. We'll see.
0: The voices and just the intro (laughs) of
1: Nocturnal Animals. (laughs) I told. I was telling somebody, I was like, I wish I had more time, free time right now to watch movies. Because I love just, even even if I, it's a bad movie and I could talk shit about how bad it was. Like, I wow, they movie. actually made this fucking movie. I, I wish I, love I a had good more movie, time dude. To watch random movies, dude.
0: Same here. I love a good movie. Uh, okay. Well, that does it. Movie Monday, our banter, everything in between 40 minutes after the, excuse me, top of the hour. We got uh, Wise Words recording here at yes, uh, 2 p.m. Son of a bitch. Just caught a case of the burps out of nowhere. Um, Wise Words recording. Uh, We're recording episode number seven. That is always, is releasing uh, this Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central. Uh, Episode 6 released last week featuring the legendary Bernie Fratto. uh, Told some absolutely electric stories, uh, references, uh, life advice. Uh, Tune into that. Nothing but wise words from that one. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Bernie. We appreciate the hell out of you uh, and uh, all of your audience that came over and watched too. We appreciate you guys too. Outside of that, uh, a couple of Joe on campus, we were back in action this past Saturday, 8.30 a.m. Um, pretty successful Saturday myself. UFC pick blog was back in action. I'm not going to hold no bones about it. I fucking sucked. I got dragged through the fucking mud. It was bad, but so did every UFC sharp out there that I respect in the marketplace, so... One of them weeks, the books knew they what they were doing coming back. Everybody kind of remembered the lines and the numbers. And, ah, oh, this is how UFC was. And I'm pretty sure that's exactly what the books anticipated us doing. And yee here we are. But not too bad. We made up for it with college basketball. Um, speaking of college basketball, afternoon board report. I'll uh, try and get that bad boy pumped out here. I'll see if I can get it pumped out. Um, got a couple things to do first. So we might just get the hell out of here after motivation minutes. And uh, that's it after that. Um, outside of that. My partner will have uh, Extra Cheddar back in action, moving and grooving, shaking and baking. Are they on Saturday or Sunday?
1: Saturday night. Saturday, uh, yeah, late slot on Saturday.
0: All right, so stay tuned for that. Extra Cheddar coming on Saturday evening. And then um, outside of that, that kind of does it. Extra content, any additional? Oh, uh, Jeff Dawson, his early morning show, well, The Breakfast Bank, just uh, ECSI in general. We'll have some... uh, Updates coming from ECSI. I think uh, TTL and ECSI partnered together, everything all in between. Stay tuned for some updates there. Uh, however, for the time being, uh, we pretty much solidified our spots on his um, his daily lineup. We, um, we are both on uh, permanently now. I'm going to be on Thursday afternoon, so every Thursday, I think at uh, 1 o'clock our time it is, right? So so. 1 p.m. Central on Thursdays, and then Mags is 1 p.m. Central on Fridays. So we just do Thursday, Friday, carry into the weekend. As soon as we get off our show here, we just pop right over there. Um, We were doing it prior, but uh, just kind of made some different schedule adjustments and stuff like that. So we'll see how that works. But stay tuned. Follow at EC Sports Invest on Twitter. Follow our guy Jeff Dawson. We appreciate the hell out of you, my friend. Outside of that, uh, don't forget to stop by the link tree in this episode's description, TalkingTheLine.com, everything in between. You can find all of our best bets, additional content, yada, yada, yada. Partner, anything outside of that? I missed any late breaking news, anything we need to know about uh, any of tonight's action, news in general, just uh, everything all-encompassing.
1: I don't think so, my man. We've got uh, Illinois-Purdue, which uh, one of my – I mean, I wish we could watch it right now, but uh, or 24-24 in the first half <laughs> – uh that could be the game of the day of any fucking league other than the entire slate of the day i mean man. we can we can
0: definitely watch it right now we just can't bet You're on right. it but
1: yeah right but that's kind of what, what i mean is. but either way that's all that's going on i got no breaking news coming across the old desk absolutely nothing going on so far this morning outside of a couple early action games
0: all right well there you have it my friends uh hell of an electric game what is that uh i'm trying to see what what channel is that on it's on box fox right away all right so click over there kids get weird get wild illinois versus purdue martin luther king jr day uh hang out relax cast some tickets with the crew uh if you missed any of them go back get all of it we got nine picks coming at you today uh one tipping off or yeah tipping off in uh 15 minutes 16 minutes somewhere hey. around there so i'll uh rip out these motivation minutes and uh get us all on about their our day how does that sound sounds good to me dude all right Without further ado, last segment of the day, as always, my friends, my Motivation Minutes. You know the drill. First of the two weekly quotes from the legendary college basketball coach, John Wooden. I don't remember how we wrapped up last week. I have to go back and look, but um, I know it was something along the lines of living your best life, chasing after your dreams and passions, stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to keep keep this going, and I don't know why. I don't know if if the universe is trying to tell me something or tell you guys something or tell me to tell you guys something. I have no idea, but I keep coming across a lot of things that are speaking the same exact thing, and this is, this quote is where my eyes first shot this morning, so I said, okay, well, I guess if I need to hear it, or somebody else needs to hear it, I don't know, but the John Wooden quote of the day, and that's right, he said this, don't let making a living prevent you from making a life. Don't let making a living prevent you from making a life. And nothing could be more accurate. No, I mean, nothing is more true than that sentence. If you are in a job where you are miserable, you are anxious, you are tired, strung out, knuckles dragging, and you just continue to go to that job knowing that you could quit or go somewhere else, it's it's only your fault. You can only look yourself in the mirror when you go to think about oh, I, I hate my job, I hate what we're doing, all, all this anxiety, oh my, you can get out of that situation. You can leave that situation. So often, so many people say, oh, well, the grass isn't always greener, a, a job now is better than no job. Especially now, my friends, there are jobs everywhere. There are jobs everywhere. Nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to work. So I can assure you that if you got a dream or a passion or something burning at you that you would want to make your life and would make you happy and turn your career into your life, then go after that. Because there is no failure. There is no, if you, as long as you try, there is no unsuccessful thing that you go after at all, at all, period. There never will be. As long as you try, you will be successful. And if for some reason you can't get all the way through, Fucking go flip patties at McDonald's for a little while and then go right back to grinding it out again. Whatever you need to do, whatever it has to be, get it done. Because there's no reason to be miserable and shitty and, and creating toxicity and adding negativity to this life with stuff that, that you could change. And I guess I'll leave you with, with this thought, is that so often in this life, I think personally, and and I think we see so often people living a miserable life and doing things that they don't like doing, working shitty jobs, being in a relationship they know they shouldn't be in, involving themselves with uh, groups of people they know they shouldn't be involved with. They live miserable lives knowing that, knowing that they could change, but then just continue to go and live the miserable life, work the shitty job, to continue to fund the shitty relationship, to continue to fund the shitty group of people, to go back to the shitty job, and continue the cycle. I mean, this is kind of going viral now too on Instagram if you're into Instagram reels, but it's break the cycle today or the loop will repeat tomorrow. Bingo, bango, zingo, zango, playboy. There ain't nothing else I need to say for you. If you want it, go get it today. Stop living in the misery in the anxiety and the worry and the fear. And why can I say this? Because I did it. I'm on the opposite side. And I'm looking at the old Colton that used to be an anxious, fucked up, mad piece of shit. And he's happy that he certainly did it. So if you're living that life, if you're in that moment, if you're standing on the cliff's edge, I highly suggest you uh, spread them old wings, see if you can fly. But enough from me. One more time from the legendary coach, John Wooden. Don't let making a living prevent you from making a life. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day.
1: I love it, my man. I love it a lot. There's a lot of ways that can affect a lot of different people. We always obviously talk about chasing your damn dreams whether it's us or other people that have done that, it has. It, no one has any regrets. I've also known some people that maybe, maybe they don't quite know what they want to do. They're still trying to figure out, but they can answer for sure. I don't want to be here. I hate it here, and they've left in a hundred times out of a hundred times. They are significantly happier. Like, hey, man, it works out. I took a tiny little pay cut, but I can't tell you how much happier I am on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Make a life, not a living, my friends. I love the message today, my man. It
0: always works out. It always works out. And if you, are, if you feel everything in your being pulling you to get the fuck out of there, just do it. Right. It'll work out. You'll figure it out. I promise. It, 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 it won't feel like it for a long time, but I promise you'll figure it out it'll figure it it'll figure it all or it, or it won't or it won't and you'll figure something else out i mean that's that's yeah. the beauty of this life because
1: grass is always greener man yeah. i especially in this horseshit. scenario it's always I, greener I call it's, always, to, it's always
0: greener it's always greener if you are in a, cen- a scenario in your head i call bullshit to that saying in every situation if you sure. are in a scenario that you are not happy don't listen to some cocksucker telling you that the grass isn't greener just because they're miserable-ass life. They're too afraid to jump out of that motherfucker and see what's on the other side of the fence. Because I can't tell you how many sons of bitches told me, Well, your grass ain't always green, oh, your, your, your job now is better than your job in the future. What the fuck are they doing? Still working their bullshit, doing shit they don't like, still miserable. Always worried about what I got going on. Ain't that funny? <laughs> ain't that interesting? Just jump. Just jump. I digress. Don't let making a living prevent you from making a life. That does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Okie dokie. That's not our mags uh, week dash NFL best bets of the week. That was a little uh, uh, producer mess up there. Either way. Packers by a million. Packers by a million. End of discussion. Give me an effing break. It's not week (laughs) 17, you goon. Uh, (laughs) Week dash. So I guess it wouldn't be any week. It would be divisional round. Either way, partner, anything else uh, besides any Sly Packer remarks from your side of the screen, sir?
1: No, sir, that's all I got.
0: Okie dokie, artichokey. Well, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and what? from myself and Mags. Thank you so much Choosing to stop by episode number 203 of the TTL Pod on this absolutely beautiful Monday of bets. We cannot tell you how much we both appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts for all of your likes, your follows, your shares, your subscriptions, your comments, your retweets, your follows, your likes, your shares, your comments, your retweets, all of the stuff, your visits, everything in between. We see what you guys do, we see you, and from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's because of you guys. We get to keep coming here every single day, sharing good energy, good vibes, good positivity, and uh, helping you chase your dreams and your passions as well. So thanks for helping us do it. We'll help you do the same as well. That's how we'll repay the favor outside of that. So it seems like an episode of the TTL pod to me. Make sure you get all of today's best bets locked in as quick as possible so you get the best value out there. And also, so you can say with me and my partner at the end of every single show, let's cash some tickets.